ain't never bleed that rapper give me the Hell cats and night hogs. Track hogs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Track hogs. Give me them titties back, bitch. That was my favorite line. Easily. <laughs> that was easily my favorite line. And a great title. Live from the studio, I'm Jimmy Seleski. I'm Eric Glazer. And uh, I'd like to start this podcast off uh, and all ensuing podcasts from this moment forward by saying, fuck banditos. Yeah, fuck banditos. Fuck dude. banditos. <laughs> They fucking and blocked us. I think they blocked us from tagging them. Yeah, in I don't the, know. In the, the Sweet 16. Let me see if they blocked us completely. Because that would be a whole new... I will commit an act of terrorism. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Bandito's Bar and Kitchen. Okay. So they haven't blocked us completely. Um, listen to this bio. Fed Hill. Who cares? Charm City's Taco Temple. That's a fucking lie. That's a lie. Ever heard of Taco Bell? Have you ever heard of uh, Clavel? Yeah, exactly. There's plenty of Taco Temples. Tequila and Mezcal with a green heart. And then the fire emoji. Click on the link below for our carryout menu or delivery. Better idea. How about fucking no? Yeah, how about you block us completely next time? Yeah, exactly. Instead of just shadow blocking us like little babies. Yeah, I don't want to fucking look at your stupid ass page. Every time, you know... I feel like what we've been doing for the the bars of Baltimore is a fun little competition. Yeah, fun little spirited competition. They get to kind of interact with each other. Mm-hmm. They get to be involved. Their their fan bases can come out, and you know, in the process, we're leeching all of their their fans. Exactly, and we're getting all these followers. Yeah, we don't have to be put like that. <laughs> look, look, sure, we may have gotten. Far more benefits out of this than any bar we've included in this tournament. But oh, every, fuck Bandito. Fuck Bandito. didn't play into our little scheme. Yeah, dude. It's it's fun, dude. Every other bar. I mean, shouts out Max's Tap House. I texted... Uh, I shouldn't be saying this on the air. Oof. But I texted my friend who bartends at The Horse. Because everyone knows that The Horse is my home bar of Fells. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have a sentimental attachment to them. And they're up against Das Beer Hall this round, who has been sharing the stuff and has been dominating the competition. I just texted my uh, my friend Mark, who bartends there, and said, "Yo, Mark, I don't know who runs the Instagram at the horse, <laughs> but you guys are going up against Das Beer Hall in the Sweet Sixteen. They've been dominating, and tell them to fucking share the poll, you know, because yeah. I don't want you guys losing. You know, I don't want you guys losing. Yeah." You don't want to, you know, have a favorite in the race, yeah. but also like you don't want to see them go out sad. Yeah. And look, I don't I don't publicly You don't want to see them get blown out. Yeah. Somebody DM'd me and, and when I shared the last poll and they were like, I don't get it, who am I supposed to vote for? I didn't pick a vote. You and I both shared the Coladas versus Charles matchup mm-hmm. cuz that was a fucking barn burner. That was a that was an amazing matchup. Yeah, that was insane. 205 to 202. The Charles shared that on their story. Damn. And they said, is this even a question? <laughs> Which is a typical Fed Hill bar thing to say. Fed, I, I will say there's one thing that this tournament has proven is that Fed Hill lives up to their fucking name. Every <laughs> Wait, single one of those the bars. Charles the one in... Um... No, you're thinking of Club Chuck. Okay. There's the Charles and there's Club Charles. Well, no. Club Chuck isn't the real name of the bar. Yeah, it's Club Charles. Oh, okay. There's the Charles, which is in Fed Hill. Oh, and then there's okay. Club Charles okay, okay, in like... Okay, okay, Wherever, Mount Vernon or whatever that is. Um, and so the Charles shares it, says, is this even a question? 
To which I was like, every other bar in the tournament was sharing, like, saying, like, we love you guys. Did they, you know? did they move on to the next round, though? They lost by three votes to Colada. Which and this is this this is a very I guess it was. <laughs> this is yeah. I, I guess it was I literally the Charles. <laughs> I literally uh DM'd them when I, late night when I got home from my gig, a little tipsy. <laughs> I DM'd them from my personal page, sharing the story where they were like where they were losing by like a couple votes, and I said, apparently <laughs> 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 apparently it is a question i didn't do it from the podcast account i was like yeah. they're just gonna think i'm some random yeah right shit yeah, talking lfts tagged in your bio and shit <laughs> host and moderator of the <laughs> the famed baltimore bar classic tournament commissioner <laughs> who is this guy and why is he talking so much shit obviously he's not affiliated with the poll <laughs> this guy has nothing to do with it he just loves bar madness he just loves talking trash <laughs> so uh but that was a weird that was i didn't know where to i didn't vote in that one because on one end you had the charles which is really cocky and mm-hmm. i like the charles i've been there a couple times but it's not my type of bar it's more like a fucking like packed in type of bar you know I go, what i actually voted for the charles because i thought it was the the one in uh like station north yeah they hoodwinked you they hoodwinked me because they they gave off that vibe they mm. gave me that station north vibe with that response i didn't even realize it was so we will actually retroactively one downtown oh yeah rescind that give vote. them an even bigger uh gap yeah and that was a four vote gap colada i have a different history with them colada is the only bar that ever actually fired me they canceled me mm. when that when that guy reached out to every bar i play at and told yeah. them not to have me colada was the only bar that called me up and was like Hey, you know, I've never met the owners. Mm-hmm. So it was a manager who liked me, but he was like, I talked to the owners. The owners got wind of it. They just don't want to deal with it. So like, I'm sorry, man. We liked having you, but I don't think you can play here anymore. So I was like, all right, I can't. Yeah, you had to stay out of that one. I stayed out. I was like, on one hand, Colada canceled me. On the other hand, the Charles is being a typical cocky fed bar. So I was like, you know what? Let me just see where the chips fall. Apparently that's contagious, though. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> apparently, all have a case of the fucking cockiness down at that hill. Exactly, dude. A bunch um, of roosters down there. But I wanted the Charles to win kind of secretly because they shared it and they got us like hundreds of votes. Mm-hmm. And Clotta doesn't share the shit. They Somehow canceled. they just had it. Yeah, they just they were just that good, I guess, that even the people who follow the Charles on Instagram were like, we love Clotter. Yeah. But, uh, well, I mean, kind of the same case in for the county with fucking high tops dude yeah i doubt high tops shared that shit but they have been blowing out the competition <laughs> as we expected high tops owes us a check or something <laughs> like something has to go down between us and the high tops dude our fans as we estimated shots out cockiesville timonium lutherville you guys are riding for high tops you guys are smashing the pendry right it's now. insane <laughs> it's wild it's fucking crazy <laughs> it's awesome and uh backyard uptown um, if you guys are listening to this, all this has already happened. We, I'm not at liberty to say. We're in the Elite Eight. Uh, Friday, that's tonight. Uh, the Elite Eight starts at 8 p.m., so check out the story. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, I mean, it really just boils down to one thing. I don't even care who wins anymore. I just hope it's not Banditos. Right. I just hope it's not Banditos. I know. I think we're going to have to, like, hoodwink some shit if it is. We might have to accidentally take down the pole yeah. <laughs> put one up in the middle of the night we just have bots spam we might have to hit up dominion the opposition, dude. Dude. <laughs> we might have to hit up dominion voting get them involved dude. 
mail-in ballots are going to start coming in from 12 West Seminary, dude. <laughs> millions, millions of backyard uptown votes <laughs> at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck you guys, banditos. Fuck you. Uh, but that's really, I mean, that's that's really the main. That's 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 keeping you guys uh, posted up to date in the in the bar madness tournament. In the brackets. In the brackets. Remember to go to the thing and vote. Other than that, I mean, we what did we podcast like five days ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're both riding off Chipotle right now. We're both riding off Chipotle. You gave me a a crazy text earlier. Yeah. I I, I wanted to surprise you, but I also know that you oftentimes show up with like food. So I was like, I don't want to surprise you with a burrito when you already have like a fucking Whopper or something. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me text him. I wanted to be a surprise, but I walked in Chipotle and like, you know, look, I start every story by assuming that any guy who's nice to me wants to fuck me that's and and that usually goes both ways um but i'm pretty sure this guy likes me at chipotle he gives me free stuff all the time and i'm not like a usual there like i go there like once every two weeks yeah but he always like says like my shirt he's like what's up teeling whiskey and i'm like that's cool so i walk in and they're like stacked and i'm standing there and i'm waiting to get my burrito bowl made and he's like would you like this chicken and something burrito and i was like uh, i was gonna get uh, something else and he's like it's free you can have it and i was Ooh. like oh for real and i was like would you guys have a web order and he's like a manager and he's standing in front of his entire staff and he just goes no they're just slow i don't know what to say they are just slow today <laughs> i was like oh hell yeah and it was like triple meat dude yeah triple meat. dude it's crazy i could only eat half of it so far i i rarely don't finish my burrito bowls but he fucking loads mine up. He can barely, he almost has to give me like two different containers, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, I've always worked off the the rule of thumb not to eat Chipotle before a podcast, mm. but I somehow always make that mistake. I don't know what it is, but there's something about knowing that I have to do the podcast later that I'm like, what if I got Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> what if I had to feel like I had to shit the whole time? And then what if Eric also had to do that? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not feeling it right now, dude. I'm not feeling it. I yeah, actually feel good. I feel like I don't really get that from Chipotle. But yeah. I also usually get like um I don't know, burrito bowls. I've been getting their uh, their taco salads recently. Tacos? Where it's just like the big hunks of lettuce. You can still get a little rice in it and then just get the regular other stuff. It's you not know, bad. Taco salad I feel like has been making a comeback lately. You're like the third person this week that's talked about taco salad. Mm. I've never been a big taco salad guy. I don't like it when it's like in a big shell i think that's too much because mm-hmm. then yeah. you're like this isn't even a salad anymore yeah this is still a giant taco <laughs> yeah, it's just a giant taco that i'm eating with a fork yeah it's just too big i can't hold it <laughs> <laughs> yeah taco salads uh, i remember they would always have them for lunch in the cafeteria and i was like dude i don't want a taco salad i want a fucking taco you know yeah. but the the bowl thing is like that's kind of like cheating to me like i went to uh actually i was at backyard uptown for brunch uh, like getting a couple- crab dip, their famous crab dip, <laughs> famous crab dip, and uh, <laughs> I, I heard about that crab dip. I had to go. <laughs> I got. Uh, they call it on their menu. They call it splitsy soup, which I refuse to say. It's half and half. It's half cream of crab, half Maryland crab, oh. which is the best. Okay. If anybody's not from Maryland, or or you are from Maryland and you have not tried half and half, it's. In my opinion, the best. You probably wouldn't like it because it's the cream yeah, of crab. Cream. Is like, but no, I, I know it's a hit. Yeah, but they call it splitsy soup, and every time I order, I'm like, can I get the half and half? 
And they're like, what? And I'm like, it says splitsy, but I don't want to, I don't want to say that. I yeah. just can't bring myself to say it. I feel like, so do they, is it the split C or is it like the split C soup? If it was split C soup, I would say it. Say that. But shit. it's splitsy. S-P-L-I-T-S-I-E. It's mm. like, like, I can't say it without my arm like breaking in limpness. I'd say just, hey, can I get the split C soup? Yeah, that could work. I think you make them bend to bend to that. Yeah, well, we kind of... Look, I don't want to take credit for this, but I will. Mm-hmm. When the Wrecker first uh, posted that they were going to open up again, they were under the moniker Wrecker 2.0. Their mm-hmm. Facebook page was called I that. Know. Their Instagram was called that. Their logo was called that. Yeah. And then I just commented on the Facebook page like in one of the early days before anybody was like, commenting on it. And I said, can we please just call it the Wrecker? And I don't know what happened. All I'm saying is four days later, they changed everything to the Wrecker. Yeah. And then I went in and I talked to Brian Wrecker when I was with Alex. And I was like, so weren't you guys calling it Wrecker 2.0 for a while? I was like, yeah, but we decided to change that. And I was like, oh, really? Like, hmm. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Read some comments lately? <laughs> <laughs> been, been following your social media lately, Brian? <laughs> so I will take credit for that. And uh, Towson, you're welcome. Because Wrecker 2.0, I wasn't feeling that name at all. Yeah, I mean, that could eventually be a nickname for it, but, like, to actually name it that is a little weird. It's like, why? You don't need to, dude. It's, it's just much. the record. It's coming back. Um, but anyway, at, at the backyard, I got that soup, and they asked me if I wanted it in a bread bowl. Ooh. And most people would say yes, but I was like, no, dude. How does that work, though? Is it just, like, really dense bread? They take, like, a a loaf of bread, basically, and they just scoop it out completely and then put the thing in. So at the end, like, it, like, seeps into the bread, and you just have those, like, really... But I found that it just gets, like, really soggy and gross, and it's like, I don't need that, dude. Yeah. If I want crab dip, I'm going to Seasons. (laughs) If I want split sea soup, I'm going to Backyard. Yeah. But, uh... So I I didn't get for the bread bowl, but... What are you gonna do, dude? I mean... There's a lot of things that, like, for instance, tuna, when you get a tuna fish sandwich, that's technically tuna salad. Hmm. Did you know that? No. Now you do. Well, does tuna fish from the can already have mayonnaise in it? No. No? Okay. No. You got you to gotta mayo it yourself. Mm. I was going to say, if it came pre-mayoed, then it's, like, already a salad. See, I didn't know. I don't understand why putting mayo in shit makes it a salad, though. I don't understand that either, unless mayo is technically a salad dressing. That's the only... (laughs) Yeah. Is ranch mayo-based? I don't think so. I think ranch is like... It's like buttermilk, right? Just like extra spoiled buttermilk (laughs) with other shit in it. (laughs) Ranch. I don't know what it is, dude. I know there's like peppery stuff in it. There's like a hidden valley where they make it. (laughs) See, I'm so white trash. I didn't even know that tuna, like when I would go to restaurants and people would get like a tuna steak when I was like 19, I was like, what are they just going to get like a fucking... What is it, a big can? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that tuna came like like ahi tuna style. Oh yeah, I probably didn't either. I'd never had that in my life. You know, when my family went out, we weren't a big tuna family. Mm -hmm. My parents were always, I think your parents are the same way. Or your mom, at least. My mom was always a well-done person. So, yeah, like, the idea sure. of getting a, a seared tuna steak was like, no. And that's a classy, like a like a carpaccio. Yeah. The one thing my dad did do is... I feel uh, like my parents would use, like, a ceviche, though, or something. Like a raw fish, like, whatever. Yeah, I got that one time in Mexico. And it, uh... 
destroyed me. And I was coasting. <laughs> I was like, I, I like went through the whole trip in Mexico because they always say like you get like food poisoning inevitably at yeah. some point. And I didn't get it until like the last day. I was like, I'm in Mexico. I might as well drink the water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. Might as well get some raw fish, baby. <laughs> what what other things could I get in Mexico other than raw fish? And I got it and then like literally immediately I'm like sitting on the lounge chair. I'm just like, <laughs> it was just all over, dude. The whole plane ride home, I'm like, God damn it. Why did I have to get the fucking ceviche, dude? <laughs> Couldn't just wait till I got back to fucking Nacho Mamas and Yeah, Towson. for real. Real authentic Mexican food. <laughs> <laughs> I had um I had like shrimp ceviche one time. That was pretty decent. I bet it is, but is it raw? Yeah, but also like the amount of like lime juice that goes into it too. Like how for whatever reason scientifically like shrimp when it comes in contact with that and i assume it's the same with like raw fish it like makes it uh it like pasteurizes it basically hmm. well i do know that the reason why they put lemons on your glass of water at restaurants is because back in the day before they had like really pure water the lemon literally like sanitizes the water mm -hmm. so that makes sense it makes sense because i can see lemons being disinfectant because yeah. mainly because every disinfectant I've ever is had lemon smells scented. like lemons, yeah. But also, like you have to wonder where that comes from, and it probably comes from the fact that lemons kind of have like a natural disinfectant quality. Yeah, citric acid, dude. Mm -hmm. Citric acid. Also, it's just kind of like a pleasant scent. Yeah, my dad used to do this thing called steak tartare when he was a kid. Do you know mm. what that is? It's just raw steak, right? It's raw ground beef on mm. crackers. But you're not supposed to use ground beef. You're supposed to use like a nice steak and then like mince it up, right? I don't think that's what he did. <laughs> I think his family got raw ground beef and saltines. Yeah. And then my grandmother called it steak tartare. That is, I saw something recently. I forget where it was, but it was like somewhere in the middle of the country. And the town was like, hey... You guys can't do this like special. I think it was like a New Year's like special dinner or like a dinner around the holidays for like a certain sect of the country mm -hmm. where they, yeah, just had like giant uh, raw ground beef like entrees. I forget if it was like a sandwich or like, Ooh, like but a it was raw sloppy Joe. Yeah, pretty <laughs> oh, much. God. <laughs> like, and it looked disgusting. And like the township or whatever, like the government of the town was like, hey, we got to cut this out this year because our hospitals are slammed with COVID patients. We can't have like food poisoning and <laughs> whatever else. Mad cow disease. Yeah, like clogging up the system. <laughs> I cannot believe that's a fucking disease, dude. Mad cow disease. And it's from them eating each other. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know cows were cannibals. They aren't. But if they, like, I think that's how it happened. Like, a cow got fed another cow, and then, like, for whatever reason, he got that's mad. started it. He got mad. <laughs> he got mad. He got, yeah. Have you, ever, came about. have you ever heard of a soft-boiled egg? Um, Yeah, it's like what you get kind of at, like, ramen places, right? I don't know. It's like the white is cooked, but the inside isn't. That probably is what it is, but... uh. Once again, my dad. This is a family thing, <laughs> specific to us. The Seleski soft-boiled egg is you take a hard-boiled egg and a bunch of saltines, <laughs> again, and you just mince it up in a bowl, and then you eat it. And it's actually really good. Just the egg minced up or saltines, too? 
Yeah, you mince up the saltines into the egg. Like you just and then you eat it with more saltines. (laughs) (laughs) I think that when my dad was growing up, they could only afford saltines, (laughs) and and so my grandmother was just fucking like, "Hey, this is this is." A soft-boiled egg. And my dad's like, okay. <laughs> Steak tart tomorrow. Are you sure you're not supposed to cook this, Mom? <laughs> nope. No, it actually shrinks when you cook it. We got to eat it raw. <laughs> <laughs> the saltine disinfects the fucking raw ground beef. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Those are old-school, classic fucking things that, like, you know. There's Yeah, food. I mean, like, yeah, like, my... My grandma had, like, some fucking, like, Depression-era recipes that, like, we still ate. Or, like, there are these, like, cookies that, like, I think my mom ate them when she was young, too. She tried to make them for, like, a cookie exchange one year. Mm -hmm. But it was called, I forget what it was called, but it was basically just saltines. (laughs) Nice. And you put, like, butter and sugar on top of it, and you just coated all the saltines with butter and sugar, and you baked it in the oven. And it kind of, like, caramelized and... uh yeah, it became little crackers. I can like see cookies. that being really good. See, I like saltines. Like a lot. Uh, I get it. <laughs> Not only because <laughs> I was forced to eat them apparently for every meal. <laughs> I have an acquired taste for saltines. Your <laughs> food was getting cut with saltines. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's recently come to my attention that I eat too much salt. Mm. Um, my piss is never not super yellow. Like, That's just kind of a water thing, though. Yeah, but I think, like, I can't understand how I could drink more water. Like, I certainly could. Like, if every time I drank a diet soda, if instead I drank water, it would probably be better. Yeah. I mean, it probably doesn't help. Like, I think, like, alcohol doesn't help either. I think... um, It certainly does not. Like, also, working out and, like, sweating a lot, that'll get you dehydrated, too, and give you, like, yellow pee. Yeah. Eating saltines in the sauna. (laughs) Eating saltines in the sauna? Yeah. (laughs) it just like you ever watch somebody who's like really into being hydrated and they just drink like a gallon of water yeah a day? they have like the giant ass water bottles yeah, it's just like dude there's no way that's how much we're supposed to drink yeah you it's can't it's hard it's not like feasible to carry around a, like a gatorade size jug <laughs> that you like dump on the coach of water yeah. you're like drinking a handle of water a day yeah. dude and that's like what you had to do. i remember in wrestling you said to take the hydration test um which is they would you'd have to piss in a cup and they'd take measure how hydrated you are and then you'd step on a scale they take your body fat percentage and all that shit and that was what they'd use to determine what your safest minimum weight was mm-hmm. and like the amount of water i had to drink just to pass the hydration test <laughs> like i literally like was dying dude it's insane i don't think my body retains water you shouldn't well. have been cutting that water with saltines you know them saltines for lunch dude <laughs> i don't know dude i think water's a fucking scam for the most part i think uh you know people have always i people i've always gotten that great debate about diet soda where people always say the same bullshit over and over again diet soda is actually just as bad for you as regular soda no it's not it's literally not not in the way that like it's zero calories still yeah sure my it's, blood pressure it's is better than regular soda how i want it to be better Maybe not in general, yeah. it's not better, but I don't want the sugar. I don't want like the high fructose corn syrup. Like, yeah, and I don't care about the fucking sodium content, dude. That's yeah. what I used to say when I was 21, but now I think I legitimately have high blood pressure. 
Damn. I'm pretty sure I do. <laughs> I'm fairly certain. Because when I did go to patient first, they said I had high blood pressure. And I was like, whatever, I'm clearly just nervous. And then like whenever like I'm hanging out with like a nurse or somebody who knows what they're talking about, they'll like feel my pulse and like, dude, you're fucking blood pressure is high as shit and i'm like are you sure i'm 28 it can't be that high dude like <laughs> you know i do i do stuff that would make it high but i also do stuff that would make it low you know and i'm sure the constant like state of fucking like this all the time doesn't help yeah. but like my dad has high blood pressure and like i don't know i don't know yeah i mean it might just be something that's like genetic yeah there's nothing i can do yeah so i'm gonna keep smoking and drinking diet soda exactly <laughs> What, what can else I do? Can you do? <laughs> what can I do? Dude? <laughs> you know, and there's no like, you know. You could eat more Cheerios, I guess. I guess I don't think it's a. I don't think it's cut a, back on the saltines. Eat some more Cheerios. <laughs> Saltios, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dump an Epsom salt into your Cheerios. <laughs> I just it's love not even the right salt. <laughs> salt, bro. I love salt. And I just want to get to the point, like, I just recently discovered, like, seasonings and, like, using salt and pepper for stuff. Mm. And I've always wanted to know, like, I wanted to know how to know when something needs more salt. But I don't think I can tell because I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I can't tell. I mean, it's kind of just, like, seasoning it to taste. Like, you kind of just want to have, like, I don't know. I'm sure there's, like, a golden ratio that you could, like figure out from like a recipe to be like all right this is like a five percent salt ratio or mm, whatever yeah. and that's like the perfect amount of seasoning by the way i just realized that i am i have a full ashtray in front of me <laughs> and i'm ashing into this mug anyway <laughs> no, i noticed i've been noticing <laughs> you like brought it over too <laughs> old habits <laughs> never done over in front of the other ashtray <laughs> there's just so much stuff that i do that like was acceptable at a certain age but as i get older it's like there's certain things whenever i do anything i always imagine could i imagine my parents doing this like and one of the first thing, conclusions i came to is i'm never waiting in line for a bar again in my life mm. ever again because i can't imagine my dad waiting in line for a bar i can't imagine like when i see like younger people but also you're like not your dad's age yet or like the age you're remembering him at yeah but there's something like bitchified about waiting in line like i remember i think i talked about on the podcast before when i went out to la mm -hmm. and like they had that club in the hills and like it didn't there was just a big boxed off roped off area and you'd go up and it didn't matter what order you were in the bouncer would just walk around and just pick like the hottest people yeah. literally or like how many girls are you with and then let it in and i'm like first of all for one of the wokest cities in America, this is blatant discrimination. Like, you're blatantly discriminating. At, like, how come it's still acceptable to discriminate based off of attractiveness? I don't know. That is, like, the, like, like sure, people get discriminated against because of race or sexual orientation, but I think probably the most common form of discrimination is attractiveness. And nobody ever talks about it, you know? Like, clubs can just fucking blatantly be like, hey, dude, you clearly not hot enough to be in here and they clearly are you know and they'll just tell you and then yeah, you did you not get in i guess or i mean i eventually got in okay but like other people got in before me mm. other people who i considered less hot than our group dude damn but they had like chicks and stuff you know and i understand that you got to like maintain a ratio but like 
I hate those kind of clubs, dude. I hate that kind of sh- attitude that certain places get where like they're exclusive and like they're like. So we were never the type of guys to bring chicks to places. Exactly, we went to places to bring chicks. Not bring them. We went to places to find chicks that yeah. other guys brought. Exactly. Which made other guys not like us and not <laughs> invite us to their parties and now clubs. <laughs> like, dude, why? Like, what is the point? I mean, I understand. Like, if you're going out to a club, aren't you there to find girls? Right? Like, if I want to go and just hang out with my friends, I'm not going to a club. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I want like if I want to like go out and have a beer with you, I'm not gonna be like, yo, let's go to fucking Mosaic and Power Plant. Yeah, let's go to Torrent Lounge. <laughs> yeah, let's go to fucking Torrent. <laughs> let's go record 2.0. But like, you know, so it, it doesn't make I mean, but I guess in the in defense of the clubs, they have to make sure there's enough girls in there because that really is the determinant of whether or not a place is cool. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a band, you need to have a girl following, you know? It's just the way it is, dude. Yeah. Because where girls go, guys go. And it's not the other way around. There are plenty of places guys go that girls are just like, I don't fucking give a shit. In fact, I don't want to go there because it's all guys that didn't bring girls to this club. <laughs> They're trying to hit on us, dude. But, you know, we were also never the type of people to hit on girls either. So it was like we weren't like a we weren't like a liability either. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. It's just when I was I, I, just standing in line at a bar like that, it just seems so like followery to me. Like, oh, this place is like, why is this place so cool? Why are we doing this? You know? So I'm done with that now. I'm done with that. I like going to places that I know the people, that they know I tip well. I can get served faster. Even if there's a big bunch of people at the bar, I can get served faster. That's just a decision I've made in my older age. Uh, Another thing that I apparently need to start doing is stop ashing in mugs. Because (laughs) because that's another thing I just can't imagine my parents doing. You know? Like... You walk into somebody's house and like you see like a Coke can on the counter that they've been using as an ashtray. I do that at the studio because I feel like it's a different vibe in here. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like a completely different vibe. But like if you're at your house. Yeah. Someone in the middle of the night's like, I just need something. My throat's dry as shit. Yeah. <laughs> they accidentally drink the ash can. Come yeah. on. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, I finish a bowl of ice cream. And put it on the coffee table, and then I immediately start ashing a cig in there. And now it's like, <laughs> fucking cigarette crunch, Ben and Jerry's ice cream. It's like, dude, what am I doing? <laughs> it's like certain things that I just got to get it out of the habit of, you know? And I guess another thing, you know, is I got to start paying attention to cholesterol. Cholesterol. I don't give a shit about cholesterol. To be honest, I don't even know what it is. I yeah. know it's like fat, but it's like in your veins fat. And I'm like, well, does it make me look yeah. fatter? And they're like, <laughs> it no. It makes you like more vascular, actually. <laughs> exactly. Look at my fucking veins, dude. <laughs> my veins are big. <laughs> Girls apparently really are into veins. You yeah. Know? Which is weird, biologically speaking, because that means that girls are into guys with high blood pressure mm. and high cholesterol. Or just low body fat percentage. Also, I think testosterone plays a role, too. Mm. I think if you have higher levels of testosterone, your veins are like more voluminous. Mm. Your your heart is more likely to explode from pressure. <laughs> I think that really is what it is. I think subconsciously girls are like, this guy looks like he's going to die in his early 50s. Mm. And that's hot. Yeah, you're ripe now. Yeah. I'm ripe for the pick. You ripe early. Cause like, you, yeah. when you get tired of me, that's fine because I'm going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> like, you met me when I was hot and vascular. And then, like, you know, we have a couple kids, they move out, go to college, and then we're just, like, you know, empty nesters in our house, and you're like, I don't fucking like this guy anymore. Well, good news. 
I'm dying soon. Because I... My veins got too big. <laughs> my veins got too big, dude. <laughs> I never kicked the salt bucket, dude. So, my veins got too big, and I got they got nicked when I walked through the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, What the fuck else did I learn about this week? I learned that... I mean, going back to what you're saying about, like, imagining what your dad did in a situation, mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of had the same thing, but mainly just, like... I feel like sometimes I'll catch my st- myself doing something and be like, ah, whatever. I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, no, I'm 28. Yeah. I probably shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a like, guy. I feel like that still hasn't like clicked in my head. I don't think it ever will. And also, I feel like I don't know if this is true, but like I look at other 28-year-olds and I'm like, that guy, like when so I'm old. Yeah, I see a 28-year-old. I'm like, that guy looks fucking old, dude. Yeah. You know? You know, I don't know. I'd be interested. I've always wanted to know, like, what it would be like just to sit in a room with, like, yourself, third person. Mm-hmm. And just, like, see yourself from the outside. I'd probably notice all my fucking tics, like, a lot. I'd be like, damn, I really do a lot of weird shit all the time that apparently nobody's calling me out on. But if <laughs> I was hanging out with myself, I'd call my... I don't know. I don't know if I would be friends with myself, I guess is what I'm getting at. Mm. Like, not because I do weird shit, but, like... But also... So outside of your body and you're watching yourself, do you still have your same like personality? I guess, yeah. Well, then that might be why. Because I feel like whenever you meet someone who's like similar to you, and it's usually like right when you meet them and like you don't really have like an idea of who they are as a person, mm-hmm. but you kind of notice the similarities and characteristics yeah. of like yourself. I feel like you hate them, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I meet a person like that, I'm like, dude, fuck this guy. Yeah. How could anybody be like this? <laughs> this guy sucks. This guy's just like me and he sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then like I get to know them a little better and I'm like, oh, wait, I actually do like this guy because he's exactly... Oh, we, we have a lot in common. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like most people that are exactly like me, we don't hit it off immediately. In mm. fact, a lot of my closest friends did not like me when they first met me because we were so similar probably. They were mm. like, dude, fuck you. And I'm like, well, dude, fuck you, Fuck bro. you, dude. I already do that. Yeah, dude. Nice veins, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> we have high blood pressure, too. Fucking wow, bitch. Same. <laughs> same. Wow, not so unique, are you? <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should cut the salt, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I think that, I mean, it is true that, like, you, you notice things about other people that you have in yourself because you can relate to them more. So when I see somebody doing something that I know where it's coming from, it's easy. Like, I think that's a lot of the reason why people have such issues with their parents a lot, particularly mm-hmm. because there's two phases you go through. The first one is you get to a point when you realize your parents are literally just people, that they're not like superhuman, like perfect people, and they have flaws and stuff, which mm-hmm. is weird because you kind of grow up like just assuming that your parents are always right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but then it's like you realize that the flaws that they have are present in you. You know what I mean? Like, I'll see my dad do something or like, arguing about something and i'll be like damn it i do that shit too yeah so i have even more resentment for my dad which then makes me in turn resent myself you know yeah i feel like if you i don't know it kind of goes both ways though i feel like when you're a kid and you see something that like you don't like in your parents then like i feel like it almost becomes like all right i'm not doing that 
But I feel like once, like you're saying, like in adulthood, you start to pick up on things that like you wouldn't necessarily notice are your habits or mm-hmm. whatever. And then you see your parent doing it and be like, oh, no, that's why I do that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another thing. I think I think it's always would be interesting. I always wished I could have hung out with my parents at like this age. You know what I yeah, mean? I was like a that'd back be cool. to the future situation. Yeah. Accidentally have your mom fall in love with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always wanted that. <laughs> there is one thing I noticed. I've noticed that my mom is actually an awesome person. The older I get, the more I'm like, damn, my mom's really awesome. And the older I get, I realize my dad's fucking annoying. <laughs> well, you grew up with like the haze of like, he's my dad. It's like a superhero. Yeah. He kicks my ass like a superhero. <laughs> that guy can <laughs> kick so my strong. ass. <laughs> I idolize anyone that can kick my ass. It's a natural flaw of mine, dude. If you can kick my ass, I love you. <laughs> dad i see where we stand <laughs> <laughs> that always is a weird dynamic too when you're hanging out with somebody that you're definitely sure could kick your ass you know what mm-hmm. i mean that always throws a little bit like, yeah you like already come into the situation a little less like you know ready yeah. to fucking like restart some shit <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like all right no you got it covered all right i respect okay yeah i watch talking, I'll, I'll, I'll quiet down <laughs> Go right ahead, dude. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. <laughs> I don't want to step on your toes. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I guess most friends don't get in fist fights, but, like, everybody kind of knows who can kick whose ass. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. like, kind of go through it, I guess. Yeah, you would definitely kick my ass. I don't know, dude. You are taller than me. I'm taller than you by an inch, correct. So, we both have the same dick. Same dick. Pretty much same height. You definitely have longer arms than me, dude. You got reach. I got a different body type. If I got in on you, though, if I got a, a wrestling maneuver Yeah, that's on what you, I'm thinking. Like, I think once you get close enough and you start breaking out the wrestling shit, it'd be over. But, you know, if we were, like, prepping for a fight and you were training for it and, and your coach is like, all right. I mean, maybe. Don't let him get on the inside, Eric. Don't let him get... <laughs> keep him at bay. I didn't think it was going to go that far. <laughs> no, dude, I'm saying, like, if we were training for Rough and Rowdy right yeah. now for the big fight, the yeah. big ultimate showdown... You would be... Floyd Mayweather and I would be Logan Paul. Yes, dude. You'd be talking all We'd kinds of shit. We'd both be very good athletes, but you'd just have more experience and be more technical. I mean, how much do you think you would weigh if you got down to like lean fighting weight? Like, what do you think your weight class would be? Um, When I was like heavy working out and like getting like slim and cut, I think I kind of evened out around like 170. That's a cool weight. Yeah. That's a good weight. Yeah. 170, 175. Yeah. 170. Those are good guy weights. Girls find... It's a little low for a, for like 6'2", though. Yeah, but that's I like a like. lean 6'2". I dude. know. That's a lean 6'2". Being skinny is sometimes hotter than being muscular, which pisses me off, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, skinny guys, I feel like they get more ass than jacked guys because girls assume that a jacked guy is really into himself. Mm. which is a fair assumption like mm. when i he go, is <laughs> it's very, he and he is you know he should be he put in a lot of work don't you have to be into yourself to force your, like i think about this all the time you're either really into yourself or you fucking hate yourself i prefer to think i'm the second one because i do go to the gym five days a week but mm-hmm. sometimes i'll be in there i'm like damn i bet everyone in here is like really like into themselves except me <laughs> no, except I me myself. i go here for two hours a day five days a week 
Not because I'm into myself, because I hate myself. Because yeah. I look in the mirror and I go, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, you like see middle school Jamie Seleski in the mirror and you're like, I'm never going back. Dude, I still, I, I literally do. You ever heard of body dysmorphia? Oh, yeah, I have. It. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I think my old, my old roommates, all three of us were like, I think we all have body dysmorphia. <laughs> I think everyone does on some level, dude. Like, I still look at myself in the mirror and like, I was looking at myself today at the gym and I was like, I look like a little kid why do i look like a little kid right now i'm wearing probably because i'm wearing my high school sleep. yeah your dumbbarton middle school shorts on i walked in the gym and i like went into this room with a full body mirror and i look at myself and i got fucking high socks pulled up to my knees and like short shorts and like a terribly ripped off sleeveless and i like, feel like definitely the way we dress doesn't make us look 28 <laughs> I wear fucking track pants everywhere. I'm like in pajamas daily pretty much. I just refuse to get like good clothes for the gym. It's like I do it every day and I refuse to wear anything other than like the shittiest shit I can find, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's like gonna be smelly and gross, so who cares? Exactly, but then you but see, some people get like fucking $45 like sweat wicking Under Armour camo shirts and yeah. fucking like, yeah. Come on, man. And they look sick. They look they, sick. They got those crazy like armbands with their phones in it and shit. Yeah, that's fucking sick, it's, dude. They look like fucking, yeah, they look like they're working out but getting money for it. They look like they're sponsored yeah. by LA Fitness. Yeah. And I look like I'm sponsored by Ridgely Middle School. <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I look like a gym teacher. <laughs> I look like I'm Tom Hanks from the movie Big. Where I am a little kid who woke up one morning as a 28-year-old man and wore all of the shit he already owns to the gym that doesn't really fit. Pull my socks up as high as possible. <laughs> it's just i don't know man i mean i just got to that revelation i actually had this revelation earlier in the week that like i don't have to hate some of my clothes you know what i mean like you know how you have like a couple shirts that are awesome and like those are your shirts yeah they're like the rotation and then but i have like that's like 20 percent of my shirts so i have 80 percent of my dresser i hate and I'm getting to the age now where I'm like, dude, I don't have to hate my clothes. Like, I can go yeah. out. If I notice that this shirt is good, I could go out and buy a bunch more shirts like that and get rid of all the shirts I hate, but I just don't do it. I, I think that's a dude thing, though. Like, and, and this is, like, an example from my life. When we were in our first apartment, like, you know, we just, it was, like, definitely a dude's apartment. Mm-hmm. But we moved into like the second house and it was like a couple lived there and like the wife left behind a bunch of like little knickknacks and things. Nice. And just like having one of those little suction cup sponge holders in your sink is just a next level thing that a dude would never do. <laughs> never. But it's one of the most useful things you could ever have. <laughs> oh my God, dude. And like you never think about it. A suction cup sponge holder, dude? Yeah, insane. I thought that's what the left side of the sink was for, just to put a dirty sponge <laughs> yeah, there. Just get mildew all over your counter. Dude, I don't even have a sponge right. I still don't have a sponge. <laughs> Two episodes ago, I spoke on how I almost shoplifted a sponge, and it didn't pan out. I got banned from the CVS. <laughs> and now I still don't have a sponge, much less a sponge holder, dude. You know, we were talking about that with shower caddies, like... I'm never going to have a shower caddy, dude. I don't even have soap right now. Yeah, that'll be on your wedding registry. 
shower caddy, a sponge, a sponge caddy, <laughs> a sponge. <laughs> yes, my fucking wedding registers. A three pack of Scotch Bright sponges. <laughs> Just super common stuff that everyone should already have. Windex, a Swiffer, <laughs> paper towels. <laughs> Do you mean like embroidered? No, just paper towels. Yeah. <laughs> you mean biodegradable, like eco-friendly towel set? No, no, no. Like bounty. Butter. I want butter. <laughs> Can you give me butter? <laughs> like fancy butter? Nah, like, you know, the four pack in the box. Oh, you know what I do want, though? A butter dish. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because you're supposed to leave... Everyone else in my household ate butter. <laughs> it, it wasn't, like, banned from the house. I just didn't eat it. Do you know what a butter dish is? Do you know what butter is? Have you ever seen a butter knife before? <laughs> butter knives are the best knives. But, yeah, you're supposed to have butter not in the fridge. You're supposed to have a butter dish. Yeah. Because that's the way butter's supposed to be. It's supposed to be spreadable. You're not supposed to spread butter... And it like rips a hole in the toast and all that shit. That's not how it's supposed to be. And I know that. And again, yeah. I still do it. That's like an old Andrew Dice Clay bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. He like talks about going to a restaurant and like <laughs> they have cold butter on the table. And yeah, the same thing, like ripping through a hole through the bread. Oh, okay. It's perfect. It is. I mean, it's, it's perfect. Yeah, bit. yeah. It's, it's perfect. perfect bit. Bit. Apparently, you don't need to refrigerate eggs. French people don't refrigerate their eggs. I, I was about to bring that up. Now, that I don't know if I'm behind. Yeah. Eggs, I feel like could go bad if they set out i mean but eggs in nature aren't refrigerated i know but they usually turn into fucking chickens true <laughs> very true <Yeah. laughs> that, didn't think of it that way that is what eggs are for exactly oh <laughs> uh, dude i caught a fucking toad Ooh, you got a wart no, but somebody, God. the person I was with was like, dude, you're going to get warts. And I was like, that is a myth, dude. That's a myth. You don't get warts from toads. I don't know exactly the difference between a toad and a frog. I assume toads are just like grumpier, kind of. They they look a little bit different. Toads are kind of like more spiky, spiny. Yeah. And frogs are more like kind of smooth skinned. One of my first ever memories... Um. One of the first, like if I was going to go through like my first 10 memories, this would be one of them. I was at some family party. I don't even know where it was, some random place in like wherever. When you're a kid, you don't really know where anywhere is. Like even when I was like 20, I still didn't know how places worked. Like I didn't know the beltway was a circle. I didn't know that you I still call the beltway the highway. (laughs) Well, you call 83 the beltway. Yeah. Which is awesome. But, uh. I just, you know, when you're a kid, you just get in a car, you see a bunch of shit, and then you're where you're at. And you're like, oh, okay. And then when yeah, you start. You don't know how things connect. Yeah. So I was in, you know, for all intents and purposes, Narnia uh, at some family reunion or something like that. And I was playing in a stream with some other kids, and we caught a frog. I believe it was a frog. Mm. And I was so stoked holding this frog that I accidentally squeezed it too hard, and I saw his, like, rib cage pop out. <gasps> And I accidentally killed this frog. No. And uh, I've never forgotten about that. Yeah, man. That'll stick with you. I was sad. Especially dude. if you're like not a shitty person. <laughs> I know, dude. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You know? Uh, and I'm pretty sure that was a frog. And so I was driving down Lock Raven Drive 
on Sunday night. It was a nice night for a drive. I like and, doing that sometimes. Yeah. The window's down. And I was with a girl I've been talking to recently, and she spotted some frogs. She's like, next time I see a frog, we got to stop and get one. And I was like, all right. And so we're driving down Locker Raven Drive, and I have terrible frog dar, so I thought leaves were frogs. So I would stop <laughs> all the time if like a leaf was tumbling across the road. And she's like, yeah. frogs don't tumble. <laughs> That's not how frogs move. Frogs do this. Fucking boom, boom. So she was like, just leave the frog spotting to me. And I was like, all right. So we stopped at the next frog sighting. I got out in the middle of the road, and uh, we caught this guy. Now, this is another moment when I was like, should I be doing this? You know, there's traffic. (laughs) There's cars going by. And raining. Oh, no. (laughs) Pitch black outside. Holy shit. And I just stopped in the middle of the road with my flashers on, and now I'm in the middle of the road catching a frog with another grown adult. And I was just thinking, like, what would a cop say if he came up? You know what I mean? Like, because that is old-fashioned, innocent fun. It is. There's certain things you can do that I feel like you could talk to a cop and be like, dude, we're catching frogs. Yeah. We're gigging for frogs, or whatever they call it. <laughs> you know? And then I feel like he'd be like, dude, are you with your kid? I'm like, no. I'm trying to catch this frog. You know, he's like, <laughs> I'm dude, on a that- date. <laughs> I'm on a date. He's like, dude, that's a leaf. I'm like, oh, shit. Sorry, officer. But we caught him. And uh, he, I don't know if frogs, first of all, he was a toad, as I mentioned. Mm. He was not afraid of me, mm. which I'm not going to lie, kind of like as a human, I kind of like, I want the respect of a, a lesser animal. I want you to be afraid of me a little bit, dude. You yeah. know? You know what I mean? Did it pee all over you? No. That's good. Which is another thing, because he didn't even feel the need to use any of his defense mechanisms. I'm like, dude, I know you're faster than me if you want it to be. <laughs> I think frogs are fast. I mean, they can get distance quick. I think I could beat a frog in a race. Definitely. But I mean, like, in a split second, they can go 0 to 60 quicker than a human. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They could probably jump further than me, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, he didn't do any of that, dude. He didn't run. He didn't even rib it. He was just kind of like crawling around on my arm, and I was like, dude, you. this is why you guys get eaten, dude. Aren't you scared of me? You know? I think fish eat frogs. I think like fucking birds eat frogs, dude. That too, probably. I think most things eat frogs. Yeah, deer. <laughs> deer probably eat frogs, <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe not. I don't know, dude. They could. They could. It's a shame that... It's a shame they don't. <laughs> it's a shame they don't, dude. They're not too bad. <laughs> Tastes a little bit like chicken. You have mad frog disease, The dude. one time I've eaten frogs is out by uh, Lock Raven. You kind ate of, one? Yeah, at that like restaurant on the corner, you know? Uh-huh. Like Delaney Valley. You can either go straight to like loop around Lock Raven or turn left to keep going yeah. out towards like Carroll County or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, restaurant there. It was pretty young, too. I was pretty young. And oh, they, I thought and the they, frog was young. No, that too, but... <laughs> <laughs> young frog. Young frog legs. Underage frogs, dude. Mm-hmm. Veal. The veal of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> the tadpoles. <laughs> I caught a uh, I caught a tadpole at like... So, at like my elementary school, we had like tech drives. We had like a thing called Tech Trek where like the kids would sign up to do like laps around Towson University's track. And like for each lap, you would get like people donate, and then all of it would go towards like 
getting the school computers or something. Yeah. Um, and at the Towson University track, there are a couple like little like divots from like rainfall. And when I was at there for a tech track, I noticed that there are a bunch of little tadpoles crawling around inside the water. So I caught one and I tried to like turn it into a frog <laughs> and I got like pretty far. Like it started like getting legs and shit really? in the water and like, but eventually it did die. Like, cause I, I wasn't feeding it anything or like oh, you gotta switching get out the food, water. Dude. I didn't know that I was a kid. You didn't know you had to feed your pet. I didn't know like a tadpole could eat. I guess I could see a kid not knowing that. Yeah, I thought it was like an, a wet egg. And I just had to let it sit until it had catch. <laughs> just toss in your refrigerator, dude. Yeah. Like your other eggs. <laughs> It'll be a frog in no time, yeah, dude. It died. I put it in the freezer. <laughs> thought it out. Didn't come back. <laughs> dude, speaking of life cycles, you know what I just realized this year? Hmm. Cicadas are coming back. Yeah. Cicadas, baby. Dude, it's about to be loud out here during the cast. I vividly remember this is not one of my first memories yeah this is one of my i would say i probably had at least hundred thousand memories by the time i had this memory i was 12 yeah i would say i mean that's don't let me get too far off track but because we're talking about cicadas yeah but i guess i'm i was just wondering how many memory like if you could like go into your like your storage system like a computer and just log how many terabytes of memory you have in your brain stored up right now i mm -hmm. wonder how much it would be like how many memories you have a lot yeah but like there are but also i don't know how quickly i could access a lot of them i feel like if i had like triggers or if like someone mentioned something i'd be able to like recall it yeah but it quickly like getting to it i don't know how many i could get like in your recent places tab recent places, i probably got like fucking hundred plus tabs open right now oh yeah you know what i mean oh, yeah. of just yeah. recent shit mm -hmm. but at the same time if i like right clicked and reopened closed window mm -hmm. there'd be like thousands of tabs yeah. there yeah fucking folders that like you didn't bother name just like untitled three it's like yeah, dude why didn't i the name fuck these is fucking this folders? finally go inside like oh my third birthday <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's the thing that bugs me out though is like there are entire days, in fact, probably most days of your life, you don't have a single memory from. Mm -hmm. Like, I've lived entire days that I don't remember. Yeah. Because nothing important happened. But I might, like, things that might have been important at the time, like, I went to Pizza Bowlies, and they were like, do you want ranch or blue cheese? And I asked for blue cheese, and they gave me ranch, and I had to eat my wings with fucking ranch, and I was like, god damn it. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sure that that's happened, and I just don't remember it. I'm assuming that's happened. Yeah. It does kind of suck that, uh... Like, those are the ones that you kind of remember, too. Like, you don't yeah. really remember too many of, like... You remember, like, really good memories, but, like, just good memories. I feel like you forget those quicker than you forget, like, just bad memories. Yeah. Like, ah, fucking I ordered, like, a sub, and it came with cheese. Yeah. And I just... I couldn't get another one, because they're like, oh, sorry, we can't deliver, but you can pick one up. I'm like, fuck, dude, my lunch break's over. I remember every joke I've ever bombed in my life. Mm. Every single time I've said something trying to be funny and no one laughed, I remember that vividly. <laughs> Is What's the most recent one? Um, jeez. What happened at brunch? Any bombs at brunch? No bombs at brunch, actually. You know, they're becoming further and fewer between, not because I'm getting funnier, but because I'm getting a better filter. Mm. And also, you know what I've gotten really good at? I've gotten really good at acting like I wasn't trying to be funny when I said something. 
Yeah. Which is the key. It is the key. It is the key. You don't lean headfirst into a joke ever unless you know it's a fucking banger. You just kind of say it. And whenever you say a joke, you have to have something immediately ready in your holster to say so there's never an awkward silence. That's cool. <laughs> that was cool. So like you say something, nobody laughs, and you just say another thing. It doesn't give them time to be like, did he pause because he thought we were going to laugh? No, you just keep moving. Yeah, keep moving. Keep moving. If someone does laugh, you just do a little smirk. Oh, like, oh, I didn't even realize I was doing that. <laughs> me? <laughs> no, you can't see this. Little old me. <laughs> little wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Um, so that's come that's played out a little bit better. So I, I actually can't remember the most recent time I bombed. Well, I know I've had a couple bombs this year, though. I'm sure. A couple times, said something, didn't quite go over the way I thought it was. Yeah. You know, but usually those are when I say something that I'm not even sure it's going to be funny. Usually when I think something's going to be funny, it winds up getting a laugh. But if it doesn't, I kind of just get mad. I'm like, dude, how did you not think that was funny? It was fucking perfect. Yeah. Tied everything together. You fucking didn't laugh. And then I pretended it wasn't a joke. But now I want to go back to it later and be like, dude, by the way, when I said that thing earlier, you didn't laugh. But that's the worst, like explaining it. Whenever you have to explain it to them, even if it like clicks into your head and it's like the final puzzle piece to bring everything together. Yeah. Someone just like missed the first part of what you're saying or like heard it but like didn't make that connection. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the worst for me too. Yeah. You know what the worst is though is when you fuck up, like if you stumble on a word, because timing is so important. Timing is so important. Like if you have the perfect joke but you like mess it up when, and they know what you're about to say. Oh yeah. I had one earlier this podcast. <laughs> I fumbled a word. <laughs> I'll admit it. <laughs> hey, we're not here pretending we're, we're humans. We're okay. humans, dude. So many missed opportunities. I mean, I've had, I've had jokes that could have been some of my greatest jokes of all time. I flubbed them, flubbed them like a fucking missed extra point in a football game. Easy. Yeah. A joke anybody could have made. And I, of course I'm the one who spoke up and said it. And I fucking flubbed it. Yeah. You Those said it, I you had to tap it in. Yep. And everybody still gives you like that kind of like courtesy laugh. Like, I know what you were going for, and that would have been funny if you fucking executed. Mm-hmm. But you didn't execute it. You know? But anyway, uh, that is off the fucking rails. I remember <laughs> I said, please don't let me get too far off track. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're talking about our biggest bombs in history. <laughs> biggest bombs. <laughs> but uh, one of my 100,000th memories was uh, me being 12 years old when the cicadas were here and saying, wow, next time the cicadas are here, I'm going to be like 29 years old. And now that's happening. Yeah. That always trips me up a little bit in life. When I consciously at a moment in life think to myself, next time something like this happens or like next time I'm here or like next time blah, blah, blah. Or like even on like Christmas, you'll be sitting there and be like, I wonder what I'll be doing next Christmas. And then next Christmas happens, you're like, I guess that answers my question. Yeah. Celebrating Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Who would have imagined? Why was this even a question? I got a mask on now. (laughs) I guess that's the only difference. Um, I think uh Oh man, I wanna make this I wanna make this promise, but I can't. But I want to so badly for content. Don't jinx it. I have never forgotten that last time the cicadas were here, my brother and my father both ate one. Ooh. And I didn't. And they called me a pussy. Ooh. And I swore to myself that next like time... Like a full cicada a full or just cicada, like the shell? 
I had a shell once. They ate a full living cicada. It was just like a little cracker. Yeah, I could do it. I had a cicada in my mouth. I probably told this on this podcast, but the vivid cicada memory I have is like we would all go to like like my grandma's house on Friday nights, and uh, it was like around cicada time, and I saw like one of my aunts pulling up in her car. And I quickly just like tossed a cicada in my mouth <laughs> and I just like ran up to the car. And when she came out, I just like spit it at her. <laughs> it like flew out of my mouth into her face. <laughs> my tambourine aunt, you know her. That's awesome. And uh, it like freaked her out. She probably thought it was like the beginning of a fucking horror movie. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, like I that was, was infested a... by cicadas. <laughs> dude, that's honestly an awesome story. I don't think you have told that story on your report, dude. It was one of the highlights. That is definitely a life highlight a cicada dude. yeah damn dude i i really feel like i need to do it you know it's like one of those to eat one to eat one i don't think i would eat one if i'm being real I or if i did I, I don't think i could eat the head it's like a shrimp to me and yeah i, I don't to, think like, i take the, the poop vein out yeah you gotta devein it <laughs> yeah um the wings, I feel like it'd be gross. Yeah. I feel like I'd need like a soft shell cicada. Yeah. <laughs> that, I tell you what, dude, soft shell crab sandwiches, although they are delicious, if you allow yourself, you have to eat it without thinking about it. Yeah. Because if you allow yourself to think about it, it becomes really weird when you have a fucking Kaiser roll with just fucking Claws legs sticking, sticking out. out. You look like you're <laughs> yeah, eating dude. a fucking spider sandwich. It's fucking. You got to think horrifying. of it like a fucking uh, like chicken nugget from McDonald's. Oh, where, like, you my. see the shape and you're like, oh, <laughs> is this still chicken? <laughs> Dude, I the last put honey mustard on it. <laughs> Most recent time I had a soft shell crab sandwich, it was at Chop Tank. And I think it was actually fairly recently. It was like, I mean, they're a new restaurant. It must have been, it was probably no more than like four or five months ago. And I got one and Joe got one. We were playing a gig together. And I took a bite into it, and I was enjoying the first half. This is good, dude. And I was talking to Joe. I was like, you know, it's a Maryland stable hold, Joe, as if he wasn't also from Maryland. (laughs) I, like, talked to him like he's my son. (laughs) Like, you know, this is one of the fine things in life, Joe. Go get yourself an ice cream. And so we're eating these sandwiches. And then halfway through, I'm just, like, sitting there talking to him. And the sandwich is just looking at me in the corner of my eye. And I see this legs just like dangling over the sides of the roll. And I look back and then for a split second, I let the thought of a spider sandwich creep into my mind. And then I couldn't finish it. You kept thinking back to the Towson spiders. <laughs> You're like, I can't what? eat you. What am I doing? I feel like the weird thing for me for a soft shell crab sandwich. So for anyone who's listening and doesn't know what that is, it's so on the East Coast, we have like blue crab. And whenever they molt, it's a, they have a very soft shell. And when you cook it, you can eat the whole thing, shell and all. Yeah. Um, and when I eat soft shell crab, I never get it. But like if someone else is eating it and they offer, I feel like the only thing I can muster up eating is like the legs, weirdly enough. The legs or the claws. Yeah. Just because I feel like eating the whole thing, like eating basically just a hunk out of the shell... It, like, makes me think of all the fucking... I know they clean them and everything. Do they? I hope so. I was thinking <laughs> I the know. same thing you were so thinking. I'm like, am I biting into, like, the lungs and the guts right yeah, now? The or, like, the... the fucking mustard? Is yeah. that in here? Yeah. yeah so that... I am I'm, I'm I, I can dig a, sh- a soft shell claw or, like, leg, 
Like, that's good. But anything with the body, it kind of starts to freak me out a little. I think there is something to the ability to, when you're eating a regular crab, like steamed crab, breaking it apart, you're like, I'm not eating a spider. I'm eating a claw. This could be any claw. Yeah. And then you eat each leg and you're like, okay, but something about just it being or a whole Or when you break animal. into it, even then, when you see the clean white meat, you're like, and oh. like you even like wipe the mustard off and shit, and you just see like the pristine white clean meat, mm-hmm. you're like, this is definitely edible. Yes. <laughs> like this doesn't look weird. Yep. It's not like rotting. Mm-hmm. Like it's very firm and like, this is good. Slap some butter on that shit. It's a little old bay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it's just it's just difficult to get past for me. I don't think I'm gonna have one again. I mean, I might, I might, but yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, do they? Am I like normally when I'm eating a crab, I like take all the shit out, mm-hmm. but I'm not I doing that extra right now, with it. Well, every year I promise myself that I'm gonna get really good at picking crabs because I have like a baseline just Maryland native ability to pick a crab. But like when you actually watch a video on how to do it, you're like, oh, that's not what. I was told, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their own method, you know? Yeah, I feel like every family has their own style. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't use mallets. Fuck oh. mallets, dude. I just fucking butter knife. You give me a butter knife. Yeah, just crack w- it with the back of the knife. Yeah, fucking <laughs> palm, palm it. Winds yeah. up hurting after a while. Yeah, that sucks. Don't do that. <laughs> Sometimes you I, you do the spiny side of the claw and you miss and then you just prick yourself on the claw and you're like, Ooh. come on, dude. Yeah, you can't be using your hand, dude. Just use the back end of a knife. Yeah. Just like a thick back end, you know? Yeah, you're right. Well, this year's another year, dude. I yeah, mean, it's... Another go at it. Another go. Dude, every time I every time I know I'm getting crabs at day, I'm like, okay. Time now. to relearn how to eat crabs <laughs> yeah, with exactly. the first one I eat. <laughs> I don't do it often enough. It's literally like the first time riding a bike. It's like, yeah, you don't forget it. Because you never forget how to ride a bike, which I'm pretty yeah, sure is But you're not true. as good as you were when you quit. Yeah, at the end of the season. Yeah, you get back on, you might fall off a couple times. Yeah, like this year, I'd be like, dude, if you this crab would have seen me in like September 2019, when I was at my peak, when I was at high performance crab picking. Yeah, when you could still go to a crab feast. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. But um, as far as the, as far as the cicada thing goes, uh, I really wanted to make a commitment that I was going to eat one this year. Because we mentioned that I never forget a bomb, and uh, I never forget moments in my life when I bitched out of something. Uh, when we were at Knobles when I was a little kid, eight years old, I the year before was just doing front flips off the high dive. The high dive was pretty high. It was like mm-hmm. 20 feet. High dives like are high. <laughs> they are high. It's in the name, and they're not lying. Um, and so I'm doing fucking shit off the diving boards. And then the year I came back, next year, I was afraid to do one. And I remember... Did my, you get hurt or anything? No, I just became afraid to mm. do it. Even though I was doing it a year before. And my parents were like, all right, Jim, we're going to go. And I was like, no, no, no. Let me go up one more time. Because I haven't done a front flip yet. I keep on like bitching out. Not bitching out. I didn't say it when I was eight. So I keep on wimping out. <laughs> and... uh Beg my parents to give me one more try up there. So I climbed up there, got to the edge, stood there for like way too long to the point where the kids behind me were like, jump, jump. And I was like, okay. Bitching out. And I remember I just jumped off and I didn't do it. Mm. And I got out of the pool. As soon as my head came above water, I was already crying. Uh-huh. Already crying. And I must have cried like the whole way home, dude. I was 
like just destroyed that I did not have the balls to do a front flip that trip. Never forgot about it. Um, and I do uh, ask to get off a uh, Scooby Doo roller coaster at Universal <laughs> when I was very young. <laughs> Why, dude? Because like it looked too scary. <laughs> Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby Doo one looked too scary. <laughs> I think it was good that I got off though, because I don't think my dad wanted to do it either. <laughs> so me and him got off and just waited for my mom and brother to do it. Your dad was like trying to talk you out of it. <laughs> your dad's like, "Hey Eric, you sure you want to do it? This looks pretty scary, man. Maybe you should tell your mom you want to do it." You're like, "No, dad, it seems fine to me." You're like, I don't know, I don't know. Something doesn't feel right, Eric. I think you should probably <laughs> zoink scoop. Zoink, <laughs> zoink scoop. You shagged out of a fucking Scooby roller coaster, I bro. I did. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. That is awesome. Uh, I don't think I've ever bitched out of a roller coaster. Um, but there have been several moments in life when I've just not done something I said, and I think that always culminated with later in life with dating and stuff. Like if I was going to kiss a girl, I just didn't something Mm. like that. Like those are the things you kind of got to like, that was always a a thing I had when I was a kid, like rising to the occasion. And then, so ever since then, I've just never forgotten about those things. And I never rose to the occasion of eating a cicada. And 17 years later, I remember when the cicadas were gone and I still hadn't done it. I remember sitting there going, I'm going to fucking prove them wrong. You've been training, dude. When I'm 28. (laughs) And I've gotten less, like, uh, able to do stuff. Like, dude, I don't fuck with... can't eat salt anymore. (laughs) I know, dude. That's going to be my excuse. Like, dude, I can't eat cicadas. I have high blood pressure. (laughs) If I can't season this cicada, dude. It's going to taste like nothing. I got it. I can't even put salt on it. Now, if I could cook one, maybe... But then I, I'm lying yeah, about that. I feel that. like tempura cicada. Do you remember when Elizabeth was eating those fucking crickets at Beth Hayden's party? Oh, uh, yeah. That? I couldn't I, do that. I couldn't do it either. I yeah. wanted to. She offered me some, and I was like, I... Did I, she? I don't know if Elizabeth ate the crickets. Did she not? I don't think so. I think she was in the same boat as us. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. You're right. I think other she, people were. She was one who told me, because I asked, and I was like, what are these fucking real crickets? And she was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And I was like... Yeah, so I don't think she ate one either. Yeah. But there was a guy that was on that couch just munching. People were munching the crickets for no reason. And Exactly. No reason. It's like, dude, you're literally, you have to only be doing this for the, like, the attention that comes with eating crickets. Yeah. Because, like, there's no way you go into a convenience store you're like, I could really use some fucking salt and vinegar crickets, baby. Give me some crickets. I'm feeling like a (laughs) lizard today. (laughs) <laughs> Nothing like a good, crunchy cricket. Yeah. A basement-dwelling insect. Yeah, my extra long tongue is just <laughs> yeah. salivating, thinking of these little critters. These beautiful... These beautiful little bugs. Bug frogs. <laughs> frog bugs, dude. They are the frogs of bugs. They definitely are. They definitely are. I will eat any non-bug, though. Any non-bug, sign me up. I'll eat a fucking frog, no problem. Turtles, rabbits, any mammal. Fucking... I might even eat a rat. If somebody had like a good rat dish, I don't know if I'd eat a rat. I'd maybe eat Nutria, which is like these oversized rats. But also, I feel like that'd be like a, all right, I'm not eating unless I kill and eat this Nutria. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I might have gotten a little bigger than my britches, or I don't know if I'd eat a rat. But I might. I mean, if somebody had like a fucking like, if somebody was like, yo. If I went to like Thailand mm-hmm. and they made some dope ass coconut curry with rat meat. Yeah. And they were like, you don't have to eat a whole bowl. 
you just want a bite? Just one. I'll get you a pepper in there, a fucking like whatever else they put in there, uh, and like a little morsel of crap of rat meat. And I'd be like, Yeah, I'll try it. I think I'd try it. But like, no bugs, dude. Bugs are gross to me, dude. They're like reverse things. Like their skeleton is on the outside and they're just filled yeah. with goo. There's no like yeah, like they're the they're the sous vide of a living being. <laughs> yeah, dude. Something. I mean, sometimes I am jealous of bugs because, like, yeah, they got armor. Well, that and also they're strong they're, as shit. They're always in shape. Mm-hmm. There's no fat bugs, dude. Like, yeah. If you if we had exoskeletons and like they're always wearing shapewear, <laughs> like literally, like we would just be built with like the perfect form, like perfect pecs, perfect abs, perfect ass, and sure, we'd be filled with goo. For the yeah. most part, <laughs> but like we'd look good. I don't even know if bugs are filled with goo, but I think they are too. As a twenty-eight-year-old, as two twenty-eight-year-olds, basically, we're a fifty-six-year-old right now, <laughs> and we both believe that bugs are filled with goo, like gushers. That's a hundred percent in the room. They are filled with goo because I don't. Survey think- says <laughs> goo. A hundred percent. I mean. <laughs> well i know as much to say that spiders don't have muscles they have their their limbs are like hydraulic powered Mm. so like it literally just like they push air or like some type of fluid like your car has like shock absorbers that are filled Mm -hmm. with like the fluid that like uses hydraulic pressure and they use hydraulic pressure so they don't have like muscles like we have like actual meat yeah like tendons so i think it is reasonable to say they literally are just filled with goo like sacks of goo that are used for hydraulic pressure to move their limbs so there's no real meat i mean that's what our blood is basically blood is not goo dude blood isn't goo you're right if bugs are filled with blood i wouldn't mind it as much they might be. Not now. <laughs> I don't know much about bugs. <laughs> I was watching more bug fights the other day, dude, and I still don't fucking know. All I know is whenever you see a bug eating another bug, all I see is goo. Just fucking goo. That's true. So, you know, I don't like that, and I'm not eating that shit, dude. Yeah, fuck a that. steamed bug? Maybe. We haven't tried. And we won't. I'm not going to. We won't. <laughs> a steamed cicada. Uh, I was thinking that it would be a lot easier for me to cicada if I could like saute it. Yeah, sauteed, like hidden in something. I feel like if I had like ground cicada, I could like fill in an, into like a dumpling or an egg roll or something, Ooh. you know? Yeah. I mean, Maybe a little cicada tartare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not exactly appetizing, but I guess it's not. <laughs> it's not what I'd order. Neither is just eating a regular cicada. Oh, you know what? I did have escargot once. You ever yeah. had escargot? I haven't because it's mainly like cooked in butter and shit. But oh, yeah, my dad eats it. He likes it. I know people like it. I mean, it's weird because. It's kind of like land clams, right? Yeah, they really are just like clams, but something about the fact they're on land, mm-hmm. it's like, I'll eat weird looking, eat a shrimp, you look at a shrimp, and you're like, this is fuck, what is this, dude? It's like a fucking like a grub. dragonfly. You know grubs, dude? Mm-hmm. They're filled with fucking goo. Yeah, they are. They're definitely filled with goo. That is straight Worms goo. filled with goo. 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 <laughs> Although worms do bleed. They do. Worms bleed. Blood like, and a goo. Lot. Yeah, they do. But they definitely have goo. 
<laughs> There's a lot of goo involved. They eat dirt, dude. Yeah, they eat dirt. They They're turn... filled with dirt goo. <laughs> yeah, dude. Mud. Yeah. Worms are full of mud and blood, dude. They're rough and tumble creatures, dude. Like, when I look at a bird eating a worm... It is like... kind of great. Like, worms and snakes both just have, like, one hole at the front and one hole in the back. Yeah. And shit just goes straight through. But I'd eat a snake. Yeah, I guess I'd eat a snake. Snakes are reptiles, bro. They have muscles. Snakes yeah. are full of muscles. I'll yeah, eat yeah. any muscle, dude. Yeah. Any muscle, including muscles. M-U-S-C. No, that's how you spell regular muscles. M-U-S-S-E-L-S. Muscles. Yeah. I eat mussels all the time. That's one of my favorite appetizers. Steamed mussels. Mussels. I don't mind clams. Clams aren't bad. I fuck with clams. They're they're goo, kind of. Clam strips? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oysters are weird, too. Oysters. That is straight goo, and that's something I will eat. It's straight goo, and it's also, it's weird that, like, clams and oysters are living beings, but, like, when you look at them, it just looks like some fucking, like, a big loogie or, like, a snot rocket. And it's yeah. like, that's living? Mm-hmm. You're alive? You can control this big-ass contraption? Like, what the fuck? Here's a question for you. Like, is is there other muscles in a shell? No, I think they're literally just a shell with a, one muscle. And they keep it closed? Or, like... The muscle just is there to keep it closed. Weird. That's so crazy. Simple fucking creatures. living rock, dude. Yeah, really. <laughs> I was gonna ask you because this is a debate in my head. Mm-hmm. Would you sooner eat a full dish, like a prepared dish, of some disgusting bug, like a cockroach curry? Mm-hmm. Like you order at a Chinese food restaurant, you get a fucking box of rice. And then you get a box of cockroach curry. Mm-hmm. Sauteed cockroaches, little coconut milk, peppers, water chestnuts, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Would you eat a full dish of that, a full order, before you took one bite of perfectly cooked human meat? Mm. Huh. That's a good question. Yeah, it really is. I feel like with that, like I, I think I'd at least smell the human meat just to be like, if I close my eyes, can I imagine this being something else? I mean, it's perfectly cooked. I mean, it's like seasoned, like Gordon Ramsay, medium rare, finest cut of human meat. Mm-hmm. Somebody just carves you off one slice like you're at a pit beef place. Yeah. On a fucking carving knife, that but little like, pitchfork thing. Yeah, yeah. For the cockroach curry, I can visibly just see floating cockroaches in the cure. It's not like General Tso's where it's fried in anything or like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And you know it's human meat. You know it. Uh, I'd probably have to go. And I have to eat the whole thing of both of them? No. You well, just have to eat it. Let's let's say yeah, let's say human burger, cockroach curry. I might just do the cockroach curry because I I don't know. I don't know if I ever like. I'm not trying to get hu- mad human disease, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think just knowing that it's a human, I don't know if I could ever eat like human meat. I feel like I probably joked about, like, oh, I would fucking do that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in a real-life situation, I don't think I could. 
I mean, but here's the thing. Like, I feel like, dude, do you know how difficult it would be to eat a full dish of cockroach curry? It'd be awful. It would be awful. Yeah. But on the other hand, human, they say human pretty much tastes like pork. Yeah. So on the other hand, you have a fucking like human burger, perfectly seasoned, perfectly cooked fucking cheese, lettuce, tomato, onion. I'm out, dude. I don't like cheese. <laughs> no cheese. <laughs> I don't even care that it's human. A I just human, don't like cheese. Human hamburger. <laughs> You'd rather eat a full human being or a slice of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> He's a whole human. <laughs> whole human, dude. I didn't even kill him. Um, I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm going human burger. Yeah. Human burger. I'm going for it, dude. Mm. Because you you detach from it. Dude, first of all, the idea of eating a human is concerningly not that concerning to me. Like, sometimes I wonder if it's fucked up that it doesn't gross me out that much. I don't want... To eat one, if I can go through my entire life without how eating about a human. how about this? Since you added the stipulation, you have to eat the whole cockroach curry. Mm-hmm. I'm adding the stipulation that you know the human the meat came from. Oof, that is a tough stipulation, bro. Because then there's a sentimental value to that. I just think I think you were thinking too abstractly and just considering it as meat. I think it should hold the same weight as the visual effect of the cockroach curry. I think the kind of like mental effect of the human you knowing the human and not even it doesn't even have to be someone you're close to but you just have to be like all right that that i went to high school with that kid i don't know if that would make a difference to me honestly actually it would it would make a difference just because it was someone you went to high school with and you liked them. it wasn't like a close friend but like you liked them i would rather get a person i did like because People I don't like disgust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's someone you didn't like. <laughs> right. Because people I don't like, I'm like, ooh, gross. He probably tastes terrible, dude. If he tastes anything like he acts, bro, that guy fucking sucks. I think, you know, I respect the stipulation, mm. but I think it's a little unfair. Because, like, the co- like it should be enough that you know it's a cockroach and you know it's a human. Like, okay, well, add another stipulation of the cockroaches. You know, you know this. <laughs> you know these cockroaches. They're the cockroaches from your apartment. Okay, so these are like the ones that crawl out of my drain. Yeah, and like I see, I know the scurry at night. Like, oh shit! You think you're like, oh, I'm seeing shit. I just saw like a shadow go across the floor. Nope, that was a cockroach. That was a cockroach. <laughs> That's a cockroach. I know. I know yeah, that you one. Know that That's cockroach. Bill. I even like that cockroach. <laughs> so it's a human I dislike, or a, and cockroach, a cockroach you like. I like. <laughs> That's. <laughs> that takes this argument to a whole other level, dude. That's a whole new ball game, bro. There's a lot of sentimental value in all these things, dude. I don't know, dude. I think I'm still going. I think I'm still legitimately going human burger. Hmm. I, I, it just does not bother me that much. Like, okay, it's a human. Okay, <laughs> like, okay, dude. Like, I'm not ordering it. I'm not going to be like, you know, I could really go for some fucking mankind right now. No, I'm not hmm. doing that. But if somebody is like, dude, I'm going human, dude. Just yeah, easy. It's a wedding. You only have two <laughs> options for the dinner. <laughs> that is what's going to be my menu, dude. I'm not going to serve either, obviously, but that's going to be on the fucking invitation. 
cockroach or human? <laughs> that honestly is a great cockroach vegan option. <laughs> human is cockroach vegan? I don't look. Probably not. Probably Definitely not. not. <laughs> Vegans are gonna be pissed, dude. They're gonna be like, I can only, I can't eat either. It might be gluten free. It's definitely gluten-free. Humans are gluten-free. Humans might get served with a little gluten, though. Human tenderloin. (laughs) (laughs) I think... uh, I think probably we added so many stipulations to this question that it's become uh, inconceivable. I think going back to the beginning, though, I think I'd still go cockroach. Well, the beginning question before I added my first stipulation... (laughs) Because I changed it, mm-hmm. admittedly, from one... Cockroach curry or a human? One like, slice. Slice of human. Slice of human. Just one mm-hmm. slice this big, like perfectly cut. That I feel like, could we not even agree that you just eat... Like, I can understand I want to eat a whole human burger. Because that'd be much like the soft shell crab thing. <coughs> we're like, bless you. Or whatever that was. It was a cough. cough. Okay. <laughs> I take it back. <laughs> Fuck you. Curse you. <laughs> but like... Kind of the same thing with the soft shell crab, where you bite into it, you bite into it, and then you look at it and you're like, what am I doing here? I feel like halfway through the burger, I would get like something stuck in my teeth, and I'd be like... Yeah, you'd get like a fucking <coughs> tooth in your tooth. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'd, like, like, like it Pull would hit me... Pull out a fingernail. Yeah, yeah. Gross, yeah. dude. Gross. You'd get like a hair, but like it was connected to a little bit of scalp. Oh, dude. Yeah, it would hit you at some point that you're eating. Yeah. I mean, but that's the same thing with the cockroach. You get like I think a- I originally went with the cockroach, too, because I'm like, all right, I can take like maybe a bite or two of this. Fuck that, dude. You're eating the whole thing. All right, well. You're licking the I'm fucking still plate, doing dude. It, dude. You're I'm still, still doing, doing it? it yeah. Still? I, Dude, I don't know why you want me to eat humans so up, much. Bro. You are fucked I up. I know that you want to eat human, <laughs> and you're trying to find a co-conspirator, but I will not be that person. I don't know, dude. I think I think um, most. This is a this is a poll we'll do. This is a poll we'll do. <laughs> Cockroach curry or one slice of human. I think I'm putting my bets on human, dude. I think most of our listeners are sane enough to understand that cockroaches are fucking gross, and humans, hey, they're fucking humans, dude. You can kiss them. You can fucking like eat a human out. You know. You can already eat them out. Why not just... <laughs> so you're not actually eating Why not them? just eat them? You're like kind of just like uh It's just like a Tootsie Pop, dude. You're, trying yeah. to, you're licking until you get to the center. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that'll be a good poll. I think that's a good poll to put up for next week. I think that too. I'm very interested. I got to let the bar thing pan out first. I can't let be, the bar thing pan out. I can't be turning over like in yeah, the middle. In the yeah, randomly in the middle. We've already tricked all of the people that have newly followed us yeah, to thinking yeah. that we're like a cool, relevant <laughs> yeah. group of guys, and just to like suddenly like in the middle of like the final four for the bars, just toss in like like in the middle of it, like three matchups, and then cockroach curry versus human sandwich, and then the third, fourth matchup. I think yeah. that would freak people out a little. It'd bit. Freak people out. People would be like. What am I following? <laughs> and I think more bars other than just fucking banditos would, would block us. Maybe banditos already knew us. Mm. Maybe banditos, because they didn't block us until like the third time. Mm-hmm. Well, tune in next week, folks. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, dude. <laughs> We're going to do some deep dives into banditos, dude. You fucking. I, I'm friends with a couple people that work there. 
too. It makes it even worse. It makes it a lot worse. You got anything coming up, though? Uh, actually, yeah. Unbelievably, I have, like, a solid amount of gigs these days. Uh, not, Hell like, yeah. a crazy amount, but, like, more than I ever thought I'd have in April. Um, this weekend, a.k.a. tonight, Friday, April 2nd, April Fool's. That was yesterday. April 2nd, I will be at the Valley Inn in the world-renowned Brooklynville, Maryland, just outside the city off 83 and Falls Road. Valley Inn, awesome place. I play there the first Friday of every month uh, as of right now. That will change slightly over the course of the summer, but I am there at least once a month, usually. Um, Valley Inn, 5.30 to 9.30, Friday, April 2nd. Always a good time. Just pop out there. Uh, and then Saturday, April 3rd, uh, I will be at 510 Johnny's in Bel Air for the first time. Ooh. Never been there. Heard a lot Never about heard it. Never heard of it. 510 Johnny's is one of Bel Air's premier bars. They got the Loonies up there. They got uh, Black Eyed Susie's or whatever, I think, which is a cool bar. Mm-hmm. And then they have 510 Johnny's, who is the same guy that owns the horse. Ooh. Uh, so I'll be there as a duo with Joe Niehaus, fellow soft shell crab enthusiast. And your son. And my son, <laughs> Joe Niehaus. <laughs> we will be there from 6 to 10 at 510 Johnny's in Bel Air on Saturday, April 3rd. And that is it for this weekend for cool. me. At Jimmy Seleski on everything. At Eric Glazer on everything. I'm about to be in fucking Tennessee doing a video shoot so if you see a motherfucker out there that looks like me it probably is could be you um and yeah i'll catch you guys next week follow lts podcast on everything fucking give us a like give us a subscribe yeah pop us on youtube we got clips coming out and make sure if you don't already follow us on instagram at lfts podcast and go ahead and vote in these polls and uh when you get to the banditos and backyard uptown option you know what to do Till next week. Peace. Peace.